0: Throw a fucking quarter, throw a rock, move your big toe. You're hitting something to talk about because we're in so much shit right now. So. Hello and welcome to Bet at Love podcast.
1: Oh, wow. That just happened abruptly. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Tamu, who might be slightly staccato. I'm Mallory, and hey guys, how's it going out yeah. there in the world? I hope your world is better than our world.
0: I feel like we need to do the NPR voice. This it's is kind what i doing is... right now. Just talk about yeah. what the real life yeah. things are happening right Although now.
1: Although the other day, I think it was, well, it was last week because it wasn't the other day, but one no it was no it was last week right yes Um, i don't know (laughs) (laughs) to think about it (laughs) because we didn't we didn't we had a conversation last week um but last week when when ruth bader ginsburg died i was looking i was reading stuff on twitter and someone had posted like there was this woman that was getting ready to go on tv like on a on um All in with Chris Hayes on MSNBC. Mm. And she literally was like guzzling
0: down a glass
1: of wine. Oh, that's all of us. There you go, people. (laughs) Mama's been drinking wine again, folks. So that's how she's going to cope through the next, I don't know till january she hopes that she doesn't have to drink anymore
0: i can't take it i was speaking to someone at work about this because we were both kind of trying to swap like how do we try to crawl out of the existential dread (laughs) (laughs) because like it's hard not to have a mental breakdown every day and so she was suggesting like oh i need to start journaling again oh boy (laughs) but i didn't want to tell her (laughs) Instead, I was just like, yeah, I want to try to do meditating again because, like, you just kind of get used to silence and it helps you, like, work through, like, how to have emotions without them overwhelming you, blah, blah, blah. But in my head, I was like, I'm too afraid almost to keep journaling because everything will be so negative and so upset that if anybody found them. They'll find your burn book. They will. Like, I was like, I don't want to. Someone to find this and be like, so is she a murderer now? So Mallory's now a psychopath. Right. I'm sorry, a sociopath. Okay, good for her. So
1: the world made her into this. Now she's a vigilante. Not a vagilante but a vigilante. Straight up have I was to say migrated. What is it? Well, guys, this is what it's gonna be like tonight. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> Morphed.
0: So you'll kind of notice there might be a little bit of a gap in between what's been happening because so many of these events have been happening. And honestly, for myself, like I feel numb now after RGB's death. Like I legitimately like I was like, I'm back to 2016 dead inside. (laughs)
1: You know, I think, did I tell you that I equated it to the Matrix, like when Neo died? Yes. Yeah,
0: we did. We had this conversation yes last <laughs> week. And it was just
1: like, it's like that scene where Neo dies, and everyone's like, oh my God, they killed the one. What do we do? And then you're like, but well, wait a minute, he comes back to life. And I was like, but no, just that one part. <laughs> you're like, just because
0: th- in my head I was like, so is she going to be a Christ? No, so, just the one part. <laughs>
1: like (laughs) sentinels breaking through like Mm -hmm. impending doom because you know what that's a fucking movie and in a movie the hero swoops in and saves the day but in real life there are no fucking heroes no in real life your dying breath is my one wish (laughs) i mean honestly not like i love my family i'm sure that was part of it at some point too but like please don't fuck up the country is terrible to be this poor lady we put so much pressure on this woman not to die we all saw the writing on the wall and she should have been allowed to have her issues and go through her her treatments and everything and have a peaceful transition and not have to leave this earth worried about what's gonna happen
0: or maybe she wasn't maybe she was like fuck it give me the morphine (laughs) I doubt it. <laughs> she seems like the type of chick was like,
1: you know what? No, we're going to go down fighting. Oh, no, she and definitely that's was. fine, but she should be allowed, and we shouldn't put on her all of our, like, you know, I think that honestly, we all were like, please, bitch, don't die. Please, bitch, don't die for, uh, for four years. And she gave us, you know, three
0: and a half, three and three quarters. Well, and it, like everyone on Twitter that that I was following was like living donor for RGB, mm-hmm. <laughs> like anything she needs. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's a lot. And I think like, it, I don't want to compare it, but in the same breath also, like I've seen a little bit more about it on Twitter and stuff. It's much like how everybody keeps being like, black woman needs to save us from what's happening right now. Right. And it's like you need to understand that this save can't yourselves, just people. And not just save yourselves, just we can't just be like you one person. It needs to be mm-hmm. everybody.
1: Yeah, you can't fucking do on it on one 85-year-old woman or 86-year-old woman well, to save you. Like this woman has suffered through 17 rounds of cancer. Let her go
0: in peace. And have we learned nothing? Have we learned nothing about putting people on pedestals? Agreed we have to stop putting pinning
1: our hopes on one person like it it can't be that it's not that's not a sustainable solution kids like we have got to do better and be better than that and i think it's laziness quite frankly because it's like oh she'll handle it no worries
0: yep, yep. <laughs> no yep.
1: now you have to worry because tomorrow because we're recording this on friday night tomorrow bachelor style Uh, Trump's giving a rose to
0: Amy Coney Barrett or whatever the fuck that bitch's name is.
1: And then all hell's going
0: to break loose. So there you go. And then they're going to talk about DACA in November and... Well, forget it. On my birthday, they're talking about eradicating ACA. So hooray! So it's like all these things are on the fucking plate right now. and Not to mention just basic democracy as whatever. I'm going to use
1: quotes. Democracy as we know it imploding on itself the whole world's gone to
0: hell but how are you right now i'm feeling sweet i don't know between that and then brianna broke me that one truly you know i haven't ugly cried probably since like
1: and you know june was one big giant ugly cry for me right but um i had felt like i had rebounded and i was able to get better right and this 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 made me ugly cry like i i literally sat here and i was just like her family must be going through sheer hell right now how disrespectful i mean we can set aside the fact that obviously the state of kentucky knew they fucked up because they gave them a giant fucking payout yeah but a payout doesn't mean doesn't bring this woman back a payout doesn't you know, bring future grandbabies, a payout doesn't make this woman be like an amazing nurse. Her life is gone. Kicked in the door, waving the 4-4 and fucking blew her away six times. And the fact that that wasn't even discussed, the fact that the walls of the neighboring apartments got more credence and that's what the issue was where the wanton whatever the fuck it was I mean I just I just can't even explain how much I want Kentucky to burn and I'm sorry to say it in that way I get why people are super pissed and angry but I also get why people are super resigned and just feel completely hopeless again going back to like Neo getting killed in the matrix and then dying in the real world like it's the same you know premise of like we all know but at some point we hold a kernel of hope that things will be different that this time it will make it it'll be it'll change like because everybody's been fighting and marching quote unquote black lives matter written on the streets and you know, all of these things like that, that has to like make people see and it doesn't. And it's kind of like, you're at that like fork in the road of like, you know, which way do I go? Do I just say fuck it and whatever? Or do I continue to fight? And it's really, it's like where you're, you're on your knees going, I don't know what to do. Give me a sign feelings. So I, I'm, so I feel for her family, like, I think about that part more than anything else they knew this woman we didn't know her like she's basically burned an effigy for us right like she's now a meme or we say say her name or you know she's a hashtag but that was a real flesh and blood person for people and they lost that person and they didn't even get the respect to have this fucking attorney general who is a black man He's a Republican and he's a piece of shit, but he didn't have the decency to even mention her name in any of his, I think it was a 45 minutes or an hour speech that he gave to me. That's disgusting. And I think it was her aunt that really said it succinctly. Like there were people like him back in the day who sold us into slavery and he is no better than that. And it's a great analogy. And I can understand why her family is pissed off. And I can see why her mom can't even face people right now because I'm sure she's devastated. And I'm sure her fia- her future fiancé, former fiancé, was dev- is devastated. It's just an awful, awful circumstance. And if they had only just even said... You know, we fucked up. I mean, we got that they fucked
0: up because they paid $12 million. You don't pay out money if you don't fuck up. Well, and the thing is, is how common that is. Mm. They do that all the time where they're just kind of like, here's some money. But they don't give a shit. Anytime that I've read an article that's come out that's been like, I was in a similar situation to Brianna except I lived – Mm-hmm. Same thing where they just don't give a shit. They make these mistakes and they know that they can continue to because they are protected. They mm-hmm. throw some money at it. I've, I'm have pretty certain that they have like, here's how much money the police department spends and literally just saying, oops, sorry.
1: But again, it's not the police department that's spending that money. It's, it's city. the city. The state. It's this, it's the taxpaying paying citizens of that city and that state that pay that money so you in kentucky are paying that money for to brianna's family those cops they are not worried about it they're probably going to go back to work next week sending their dumbass emails out to the fucking rest of their legion hell they probably made a button about it i'm sure they did knowing how they work but now you know it's coming out once again that there is body fu- body cam footage of course there is <sighs> I mean, it's a huge cover up. And again, if they just admitted that they made a mistake, if only they just did that little tiny bit, it wouldn't. It would still be awful, and it'd still be a tragedy. But my fucking god,
0: no, give they the woman know. the respect
1: that they need instead of dragging her memory and her legacy through the
0: ground. They don't care about legacy. They don't care about like any of piece that. Of sh- like she's nothing. They what they care about, and the reason they're hiding that is because they know that it's coming like they're realizing how we are now seeing that the police departments and all that kind of stuff are a crumbling piece of shit well they're just and a if they do that if they say and they're like here's more proof it's just more and more until the entire nation is like why are we giving them this much they just know they know that we're Because it's not reformable. There is no, like, you cannot reform this. What happened to Brianna? You can't reform that. Mm -hmm. Plain and simple. Again, I just,
1: to her family and her friends and people close, like, I just, it's just.
0: There's nothing you can say. There's no proper words. It's horrible. And I don't know how.
1: And my, my kudos to them for their grace in this because guess what i would be outside burning it fucking down with everybody else right now i would feel that angry and i would want to burn
0: everything to the ground and raise it to the floor they feel that but timu you also have to understand that when you're in that position Mm -hmm. they also know that whatever they do I know. are under a
1: microscope right now. I get
0: it. You have to be afraid of every single repercussion. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't care. I'd be like, fuck it. Yeah, burn well, it down. Let's unfortunately, go. Unfortunately,
1: that's unfair to them because they should be oh, able yeah. to grieve and to be oh, angry yeah. and to be sad and to be whatever they want.
0: Every single and family, what they've had to do is they always come out to the protests mm-hmm. and every single time say, pray for we peace. Need, we need don't, peace. Don't do we need this. Whatever.
1: Don't do this.
0: Because... For them, they know that if they were, like, fucking burn it, people would burn it, and then what? Well, I mean, honestly, it's to placate the whites who are scared. Oh, yeah. Right? So, I get it. I mean, I was talking to
1: Aaron today about, we were talking about this this afternoon, and I was like, he was like, you know, if they, I said, maybe they just need to wait till November 4th to burn it down, right? <laughs> I mean, I'd be okay. Oh, I'd be, I'd so be okay totally though. fine with it. Like, once the election is over with, then do whatever because white people are scared right now that everybody's going to like burn them in effigy and like light them on fire. But fine, make them feel okay. Like, here's a different strategy on how to do it. Like, okay, yeah, everything's fine. Everybody's quiet. And then on November 4th, like, light it on fire.
0: I hope the day he's voted out of office, which is my fantasy, because reality, who knows? I knocked wood. The same thing The same thing that happened with RGB. She was BG. placed. Oh, what did I say? GB. Oh, jeez. <laughs> the same thing that happened with RBG, which is everybody booing him.
1: Mm. Oh my God, that was so
0: great. And him just finally realizing I'm too weak to continue to pretend that I have respect. And I don't just think that that's going to happen. Out. He's too much of a narcissist to do that. I mean,
1: he already said that he didn't hear the booing. He could barely hear what they were saying. Uh-huh, sure. Right. Like, you <laughs> walked away really quickly mm-hmm. back inside once you heard them booing your fucking ass and telling the vote
0: him out, you fucker.
1: So on that note, how do you feel about losing your reproductive rights? You're the youngin.
0: Well, that's why back in 2016 I got my IUD, so, because I knew it was going to happen. Yeah, but wait
1: a minute now. The clock is ticking on that.
0: No, well I got the copper one, so I still get my period and shit. But how long does that one last? Uh, I still have ten years. Okay, good. Good, good, so, good. Wait ten years from no, you have what, six years? No. The copper IUD's the one that I got was like the most like recent one and it lasts like over fourteen years. Oh, nice. Good so. job. I was like, yes, I want this one. And they're like, oh, wow, good choice. Like, this can last this long. And I was like, good. Mm-hmm. The longer to endure a fucking autocracy, my dear. So they're like, you know, you'll still get your period right. I'm like, I've never had a problem with my period. Mm-hmm. Like, I know a lot of other folks, they need the hormonal whatever, but my body can handle it. So I'd rather just have something to it's make that it. Scottish. What is it that you told me? The Scottish red whatever the fuck gene. That's your
1: Scottish red gene. <laughs>
0: No, that's for pain, but yes. Same, what same, <laughs> whatever. I'm just giving it to you. Just take it. I just know Copper and I get along very well. Yes, yeah, clearly. No, I, I, like I said, every single day I'm just like, so there's another like check off the list of things that we said were going to happen and now it's happening mm-hmm. and I have no feelings right now. I have been legitimately numb. I have
1: feelings, but they are anger and sadness and just plain old-fashioned confusion because I honestly don't understand. But then I started thinking, obviously, if, you know, kids, if you've listened to our show forever, <laughs> you all know that I literally have trained in World War II history. Right. And I've always been fascinated by this piece of it. Like, how did people turn to allow... For Hitler to like basically take over Germany and become a dictator. I know that we don't want to believe this, but they do have commonalities between them, this orange Cheeto dusted person. Who says and that they don't? I people might not know that. In terms of the fact that like they use very common language to reach quote unquote the dumbest people, right? To make them be like oh duh, okay you're my side this is what's happening like this is he is basically and i want to say and i don't want to say this and i can't say it but anyway let's just say one person was way more shrewder than this person is and this person is very lucky because he has other people behind him that are like working the strings of this puppet to make shit actually happen behind the scenes I can, I see now, like, I always wondered, like, how did people let this happen? Like, how did clear-minded people who could see that this was not how they wanted their country to go, how did they let this devolve into madness and mass murder and genocide and, you know, trying to take over the world? Racism. I get it now, right? You're helpless, your government is helpless to do anything for you. And that's what I've learned in these last four years is that this quote-unquote constitution and this quote-unquote American experiment is an experiment. It needs to change.
0: I I mean, I don't have an answer for that. I don't have any of that. A lot of it kind of reminds me of... Like, the good versus evil. I know that you've never watched The Good Place. I watched some of the, like, the first season of The Good Place or whatever, but yeah, I get it. But the last season, they actually have, like, the committee of The Good Place people, and they're Mm -hmm. being told, like, hey, I think The Bad Place, like, is fudging numbers and shit. Like, we need to look into this. Mm -hmm. And The Good Place, like, literally, the committee is like, hmm... yes, (laughs) yes, <laughs> we need to come up with, you know, a committee that's going to look into this and to take care of mm-hmm. it. And we need to have the right things in order. And we need to like put the dots on the eyes and stamp this here and there. Mm-hmm. And one person uh, said, here, here. And they're like, did you put in a request to oh, whoops, for what? A here, here? And he's like, no. And I apologize profusely. And as of right now, I handed my resignation uh, for not having the proper due process and everybody's that's like thin. oh good and it's like they're like we're gonna need 400 years just to create the best committee that we can ever create mm-hmm. and like 400 years just to make the committee mm-hmm. to look into it and they're like well we're taking it very seriously yeah. and that's yeah. the problem right. The good people quote-unquote are like we need it to be perfect and we needed to and it's like okay we get it but also when you make a machine like when people were making the light bulb it wasn't just one person making a light bulb and saying, boom, we have light. It was years upon years. Many people were creating it at the same time and they couldn't get the fuse just right to and make it light for a long time. one person stealing the idea from somebody else. Boom. Well, what happened literally was people like when two people got it essentially at the same time, two people running down to get the patent on it first. So it was like. When we're taught history, people think like, oh, it was just this one thing, this one time, and that's what happened. It's like, no. A ton of people were involved in doing this. And one person
1: stole the idea. And one person had a better marketing scheme, right. basically. So,
0: um, Bringing up when you would talk about, because this reminded me of uh, a tweet thread that I saw earlier this morning about uh, Sophie Skoll. I think it's how you say it. Uh, she was a German activist, I remember her vaguely because, like, Hitler had her beheaded. Like, it was, like, a one-day trial type situation and, like, beheaded. It was just very – but she was an activist who was clearly against. And now I know why because I was like, oh, I didn't know any of this. And the thing was talking about the fact because she she was distributing uh, anti-Nazi pamphlets about the college campus. Hmm. And so what had happened was that her and her brother, Hans – they were caught by a janitor mm-hmm. and the janitor grabbed them and declared them, quote unquote, under arrest and then turned them over to Gestapo, Gestapo, a horrible place. But anyway, so like it was like four or five days later um, and they were brought in front of like the hanging judge, like one of the worst judges mm-hmm. of that time. And the parents weren't even allowed in the courtroom. And they were found guilty of treason and sentenced to death and, like, beheaded within, like, a few hours of, like, what had happened. Mm -hmm. So later... I'm surprised he beheaded. Usually he shoots, but okay. Or hangs. It was, yeah, it was supposed to be hanging. But I'm pretty certain that they were just, like, they were trying Mm -hmm. to make a note. So like when the janitor, like what happened afterwards was like, he got a cash reward. Mm-hmm. They threw him like a party. Mm-hmm. people Hundreds of students were cheering and saluting yeah, they him. They make you feel good. He thanked them with a Nazi salute. Mm-hmm. And like after the war, when he was arrested, because you know, mm-hmm. they were doing the, like you were a Nazi, arrest them Nuremberg and try them trials, and stuff. Yes. He said the reason wasn't because he didn't do it. He turned them in because he, they were distributing pamphlets that was against university policy. You weren't allowed to just give you any sort of pamphlets. Sure. And so he's like, I didn't care about the content of it. But, like, the main point of, like, the thread was talking about, like, when you think of Nazis, like, you think of, like, the soldiers and, like, the the whole shabam. But, like, in all reality, they're like, it's also, like, the janitors. And it's the the people saying... It's the basic people. And that was all... Yeah, you need to protest the right way. And he didn't like how they were protesting. And, like, that's... So, like... Her last tweet, Uh, let me see if I can find it. Yeah. We like to tell ourselves Nazi Germany was so horrific it could never be repeated. Maybe Mm -hmm. you don't personally know someone who would have flipped the switch on the gas chambers, but I can almost guarantee you know a Jacob Schmidt, which was Mm -hmm. the janitor's name. Someone who would have tattled. So
1: that's the whole point. Like that go, that's a legacy even through. And I know that you're reading stamped, or you have started reading it. But that's you know obviously a thing, a, a a string through through that whole slavery thing as well. Like that's why people had to keep things very close to the vest before they left. Or before they tried to escape because they didn't know who was going to rat them out to the slave masters or the overseers because then they could get more favor if they had told, if they told on you. So, you know, it was, everything was very, everything was held very close to the vest in terms of like, we're getting ready to get the fuck out of here.
0: Right. And you had to
1: make really certain that you could trust a person or you had to keep it literally within your family or even just to yourself. And just steal the kids at night. Or just leave by yourself so and then let's just jump it past nazis or whatever but that even happened in jonestown where people had to leave their their kids or whatever in order to make sure that they could at least get out because they couldn't trust their kids and they couldn't trust the, the parents to not tell what was happening before and then something you know those were the people who escaped would have been murdered or killed or whatever so mm-hmm it's an unfortunate circumstance of captivity, I guess I'm going to say that.
0: I mean, it's legitimately happening all over again. They're mm-hmm. Now now the articles are po- coming out of the woman talking about their uteruses being removed without consent and being told that they – um. and it's slowly but surely because they're trying to make sure that they're getting the information 100% correct because they also don't want to falsely – they don't want – the hard thing about all this is that they – So many journalists with this sort of thing, people think, like, it's so easy to just be like, just throw it out there. But especially during an election period, it is so important to know that you have the correct and right information. Because if you have one thing wrong, people dismiss it. Correct. And so they're, like... I, I mean, it is. It's hard to anticipate. It's been a couple of weeks now. And you're just kind of like, but tell us the fucking news. And it's it like, faded. well. It faded. There's Well, it's, it's unless you're following the right people. But yes, it's not in the news and stuff but anymore. But I'm just saying, like, if I will give you an example. Today, I
1: had a conversation with a friend at work. And she was just like, you know, I was really wondering what was going on with, like, Joe Biden, where he stood in the polls. And I was like well, clearly you're not on like 24-7 cable news like me or on Twitter like me. And um, she was like, yeah, I mean, like we watch like a local station or whatever, just like in the morning news. But, you know, like at night I don't watch anything else. So I really don't know. So I looked to see today and I was like, wow, Joe Biden is in the lead. And I just thought to myself, I, I said to her, I was like, I mean, yeah, but like, we don't want to believe the polls right now anyway, because of what happened in 2016. But the fact that I'm like, what news are you watching? And what are they telling you? They're clearly not telling you anything about anything, because you would know something at this point. So there, that answer is kind of that, of like, people just, they don't know what's going on. And, you know, you and I spend a lot of time really trying to focus on with our emphasis on educating ourselves and making sure that we know what's going on, and it just seems that not everybody, not everyone is where we are, no. and not everyone is even close to it. Like I stopped watching local news. I want to say like, <laughs> a year ago, <laughs> I used to split between the two, right? And now I just, you know, well, I would say like, yeah, since COVID started, because I could only get New York news, like watching msnbc or whatever so i could know what was going on back home i stopped watching local news a long time ago so i have no idea what's going on here
0: <laughs> in minnesota it's fluff pieces anyway i now get exactly. my news through twitter about minnesota because i follow certain there's certain right. local reporters but that i follow still, like i feel like eh. the article that i sent you today most people don't even know that that's happening like i told my mom about it about how pence and i uh, Ivanka came. We're and, here. Who knew? And they like went to the rubble, mm-hmm. and then they brought a black woman mm-hmm. to be like, "We're pro cops, and we're gonna, even despite the fact that they legitimately, legitimately just stopped giving money. They mm-hmm. they stopped stopped giving money. They never gave it in the first place. They stopped no. a bill of money mm-hmm. to 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 not give them the money to rebuild to not to, you know. But they're like, we're we're pro you. We're probably whatever, and no one wore masks and whatever. No one knows about it, and I feel terrible for that woman.
1: Right, like oh yeah, the she's just trying to get her business back up and running, and she was used as a pawn for this, and that's that's such an egregious use of power right yep. and that makes me sad and i know she just because she said like i just want my business back up like i just want my business to be rebuilt and they were like we got you girl we got you they don't have you
0: no and i wish that i'm like if i had been her i would have been like how give me what you're gonna do right now because you already like, took do you away a the two opportunities." <laughs> That would have given me the money to rebuild. You said no. So right. So what going you happen now? Exactly. Like you said, Black Lives Matter is in June had the huge, mm-hmm. after June had the huge dip of people not like paying attention or wanting mm-hmm. it anymore. People get bored. And, and it's like, because they were like, well, I'm against racism. That's enough as all as time, I protested, I'm good, right? And then this happened and it's like, no, it's not, it's still not okay and people it's pretend to be happening. shocked. they pretend to be shocked and it's like history can repeat itself on a fucking weekly cycle it happens and people every will be shocked of every
1: day and I don't understand why people don't understand like we will never, ever move forward if we don't learn from what has happened in the past and it's just recycling itself it's just manifesting itself in different ways but it's the same manifestation
0: do you think a lot of it has to do with the fact that because because i think about this sometimes that it's because we're a capitalistic nation and thus it has to perpetuate itself because otherwise it would have to break in order for it to work (sighs) because it feels like it's so ingrained systemically it feels um because capitalism like the more that i've learned about it and lived it um it truly only does support people who are able to have already had a past support system like it's the rarity celebrity person who grew up poor and was able to make it into the millionaire status like
1: so, again, I will
0: suggest people
1: watch Requiem for the American Dream. I watched last week a documentary on Netflix. Hold on, because I sent it to you. our friend Kelly. Not our Kelly. our My friend Kelly. <laughs> I think weird.
0: everybody knows that we would not be in connections with our Kelly. Well, I would
1: hope so, girl. Because guess what? <laughs> nope. It's called Capital in the 21st Century, and it's on Netflix. I suggest people watch it. I suggest you watch it, Mallory. It really explains how we got from where, like, we were back in the backpack to now and how there was a point in time, I think it was after World War Two where everyone had actually, well, not everyone, because black people, right? Mm. But, like, I meant to text you about it when I watched it, but, you know, sometimes I'm like, maybe I should just leave her alone, but... <laughs>
0: Are you talking about me or Kelly? You. I gave it to Kelly because I was like, you need to – I message you shit all the time and you never yeah, respond, so who cares? But I
1: was just like, mm, you know, usually, like, if it's if it's something to watch, I, you know, I'm like, eh, you know, I try not – but, like, these things are useful because they really do help you understand, like, why certain things are the way that they are, especially with white people, so this also kind of gives you that explanation of like why we do the things that we do in terms of, um, I want to say class slash cast and all of that, like how that all happened and how like at one point in time there was a, a level playing field for the most part, like the middle class, there was a middle class and they did have adv- advantages and they were able to kind of succeed and move beyond where they came from or where they were born what they were born into. But then how that's consistently devolved through time to kind of go back to, I don't know, say Marie Antoinette's time. You know what I mean? Like now we're going back to like medieval times and that we're allowing that to happen is kind of a travesty. That actually was a really good documentary to watch. I mean,
0: I can tell that the world is enough shit because today I saw a pretty huge spider crawling down my wall. And my reaction was, you fucker. And I grabbed a tissue and squished him. (gasps) Mallory, you are turning into your base instincts. So give me like two or three more years and I might feel confident enough that I could actually just release them into the wild without killing them. But as of right now. Yeah, that's never going (laughs) to (laughs) happen. Because other people are like, why would you kill them? And I was like, you don't have the arachnophobia that I have. Literally, so you don't get to tell me, but I have definitely grown, and to know that that's how unafraid I am of spiders at this point. You're like, fuck you, spider. Like, what else? (laughs) Bring it. Right, because I'm like, what are you going to do that hasn't already given me shit? So, if anything's happened this year, is that I'm able to physically kill a spider with my hand and not just put it in a clear glass so that he stares (laughs) at me in the number of weeks. (laughs) <laughs> do you scream when you kill it so you don't hear it
1: squish or do you just like say fuck it?
0: Squish. Oh no. Today it was just like, I didn't even say anything. I just, in my head I was like, fuck <gasps> it. I Mallory, just squished it. you've become a killer. Yeah. It's
1: like the Lost Boys with you. <laughs> you are a killer.
0: <laughs> like I said, just, I'm dead inside at this point again. I don't think it's
1: a dead inside thing. I, <laughs> no, but it is. Like, your, your your tolerance level. I mean, like, we're fighting COVID on a daily basis. Like, we're fighting, like, injustice on a daily basis. Like, a spider, when you think of it in the comparisons, it's a spider.
0: Now, to be fair, it wasn't, like, a black widow, which I okay. may have done well, differently. No, I may have grabbed great. a shoe instead of a tissue, but...
1: I can't believe you killed a spider with a tissue, though. That's
0: big. Yeah. Wow. I was just like, fuck you, and I went... <laughs> wow. You come into my house. <laughs> yeah, they will because it's now fall. So we're <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, that's another shitter, too. <laughs> like, everybody else can be hunky-dory happy about their racist spooky season. Meanwhile, I'm over here fighting off spiders, which is a hell.
1: Um, can I put it into a, a context that you might then feel bad about? Uh... You're not in California, Washington, Oregon. <laughs>
0: Oh, no. I don't feel bad about it because spiders are that much of a huge deal to me. Wow. Wow. I do put it into the context of definitely, for sure, like, they have a worse time than I do.
1: Just a tiny bit.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So double, triple sidebar. Like, this is a celebration weekend because my Minnesota mama, who I was helping get through anal cancer no longer has anal cancer. Yay. So we are super the excited about that. best news of 2020. We are going to be celebrating this weekend. And okay, I'm going to blame her for this. It's, it's not her. But I just like to make you deaf now
0: at this point. No, seriously, that does really hurt my ears, though.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm aware. But it's kind of fun for me. So give it give it to me. Can I have it? No, because it really <laughs> hurts my ears. All right. But we're very um, grateful for her to be to be healthy um especially during this time of life so we are like super
0: long journey super amped about that
1: and yes she did flush her teeth down the toilet and now has no (laughs) bottom teeth but (laughs) did i tell you that
0: Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh,
1: it had to be like a week or two ago, probably two weeks now. She had taken Thanks. her bottoms out and woke up in the morning and flushed, you know, had them wrapped in a Kleenex and threw them in the toilet, flushed it down the toilet. <laughs> oh my god. Now we have to get new bottoms.
0: <laughs> Those are expensive. I'm aware.
1: We are both. We are
0: all three aware. <laughs> but also, just the introduction of that, she's free of cancer. Now but she now, may have. She may have flushed her bottom teeth in the toilet, but her butt has no more cancer. But she's got no cancer. I
1: mean, teeth are easier to replace than cancer. An anus, so there you go. (laughs) Yeah, it's been pretty funny for the lot because she kind of has a weird, like, lisp because she has no bottom teeth, so she kind of talks like this a little bit, a lot. Especially when she's not thinking about it. Like, you have to focus to make sure that you keep your tongue in, and sometimes she just doesn't focus. So is it her
0: full set of bottom teeth, or is it, like, a partial?
1: I think it's kind of a partial, but it's a decent amount of the bottom
0: yeah things Mm -hmm. to look forward to when you're older i was
1: just like wait what (laughs) oh it's so funny so it's gonna be like five visits in order for them to like reconstruct them and the whole night like it's crazy so she's had these for like i want to give her 30 years she's had these for 30 years wow and i'm gonna just say that with the chemo drugs and everything else the c diff and everything else never did we flush our teeth down the toilet but in a lucid state (laughs) in a lucid state we did why was it in a kleenex she had done something like she might have eaten something that had like caused some issues like caused her gums to feel irritated and so she said she was taking them out Because they were irritating her at night when she would go to sleep. And instead of like putting them in a container or something along those lines, she wrapped it in a tissue. And now we've only known her to keep tissues all over the fucking house and not to flush them down the toilet. But apparently she's like, yeah, I do that all the time. And we're like, "Mm." (laughs) as many tissues
0: as we throw out. And also it's not good for the, although you guys have a different system, but Tissues aren't meant to be flushed.
1: Correct. That's why we were like, "You've never thrown a tissue down the toilet before." But she's like, "Yes,
0: I have." We're like,
1: "Maybe don't do that either." (laughs) Jesus.
0: Next, uh, I mean, thank God she doesn't have her period because you'd have to get explained about tampons.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you think about it, and you think like, what I will say is this: my PSA for people who have young preteen or teenage children get the HPV vaccine because look at what's happening to my mama like a hundred years later. She's not a hundred, but you know what I mean? Like many, many years later is that HPV just keeps coming back like a dirty penny. So doesn't everybody get that
0: vaccine? Isn't like required now or well now,
1: but like I don't have an HPV vaccine. Really? No, because there wasn't one. But I I just thought that as soon as they had one. No, we're too old for that shit now. That shit's probably coursing through our our veins, right? But young kids who don't, who are fresh and new and clean, definitely get an HPV vaccine for your kids. Like the commercial where it's like, Mom, why didn't you get me an HPV vaccine? Now I'm going to die of cancer. It's legit.
0: So there is my little
1: PSA for today. Get your HPV vaccine.
0: Add it to your 2020 list. Well, I'm not getting a fucking COVID vaccine, that's for sure. What I'm currently trying to do is befriend the crows in my neighborhood, because for some reason I feel like it would be good in 2020 to be on their good side. Because you think they won't eat your body in 2021? No, because they're just very smart creatures, and I feel like they can recognize faces. And everybody else is wearing a mask, so I'm trying to like play it cool and like I talk to them and shit. Sometimes give <laughs> like throw treats. And Indigo just is kind of like what, but. I truly feel like it's an investment worth having. <laughs> Be on the side of the crows, everybody.
1: Okay. Well, there is that. <laughs> <laughs> Debates are coming up on Tuesday. Just FYI to everybody. Maybe don't watch. I don't know.
0: Old man fight. I will the the baffling thing like i already can guess like i can make a bingo card right now i know that there's going to be so much material coming out of this where he's going to sound belligerent that he can't he's not going to have an opinion on something he's not going to actually say anything like he who trump oh like i know for a fact that that's what's going to happen but because none of his followers watch television.
1: But I think because it's not going to be on television, they will watch. No. So this is the opportunity for... They
0: saw him in 2016 and it didn't seem to matter.
1: This is Well, I mean, they hated Hillary a lot more. So I think this is the opportunity for Joe to be like, so... And then literally all I would do was say anything. It was literally just like, okay, cut to you, track to you, you know, and play that loop. I wouldn't even speak. I would just keep playing loops of anything that this fool has to say, because really that's all you have
0: to do. I mean, that's his new, <laughs> his new campaign. <laughs> that's all I would do. If I, I approve Joe Biden. this me- message. He's like, given a Here's what
1: this fool had to say about X. Play it and then keep moving. And then, okay, so I'm not going to say anything. I would just keep playing like how he played Despacito on his um, phone I would play every one of his hits like, okay, hey, what are you talking about? Coronavirus? Boop! <laughs> Woodward. It's not like it would matter. We've been saying it for four However, years. the problem is that people don't on regular television, as I just explained to you because of my coworker at, at my job, doesn't see a lot of the things that we see on a regular basis. This will be the first time that they're seeing slash hearing a lot of that stuff. Don't just play his own words.
0: That doesn't matter. They've been doing it all the time. People have been shoved in their face and they still don't believe it. But that's the... Like you can watch people the... say... You can watch them say, but here's him saying it right there. And they're like, no, it doesn't matter.
1: But that's the hardcore. That's the diehard. But there are some people who are on the fringes. Like, she is. Because she believes that ACA saved her, her grandchildren. But, you know, she didn't really agree with a lot of stuff Obama did. And maybe she might have voted for this asshole because she didn't agree with a lot of stuff Hillary was about. But maybe with Joe, it might be different. You know, I think if they hear, because clearly, as I just explained to you before, they don't know what is actually happening. This is the first time they'll hear it.
0: I think you have a lot more hope because you're drunk.
1: I don't have a lot more hope because I'm drunk. Usually, that makes me more negative. I'm just saying for her that that might be the issue, and for some people that might be the issue. Like, no, you're trying what to the reach issue is people. is that now
0: it's a white man. Now it's two white men against each other instead of a white woman or a black man. That's going to be the main difference. Is that it's going to be they're going to listen. Time it's out. Kind
1: of like time out because a black man beat the white woman. So let's be real. It's about women, period, where no one wants a woman to be in power. And that's fine. I mean,
0: it is. I never said that either. I'm saying in general, right now, we're back to the status quo of white against white. We'll see Man. what
1: happens. But but if for people who don't get to hear because they're not, because Fox News will have to actually broadcast what is actually happening, they will hear the truth as opposed to hearing the distilled version of whatever the whatever fox wants them to hear
0: you know what i'm saying i i know what you're saying and i just don't have any faith in that because
1: i have no faith in it either if they're not paying
0: attention then they're not going to pay attention now and their main excuse for that is going to be there's so much going on which they're not wrong it's valid and they're going to be like Mm -hmm. i didn't want to watch that tonight because i didn't want to get into politics and then instead what's going to happen is that on facebook they're going to get a stupid posts that they're not going to read. They're just going to read the headline of it of saying, like, Trump did this, but Joe was what? And they'll share it, and that's what's going to happen.
1: But there will be some people who are on the fence that might be like, oh, because there's a lot of people, unfortunately, that are basing their decision on the debates. Maybe. I'm not going to say maybe. I'm just, from what I listen to on the, you know, political podcasts I listen to, It's just more like, yeah, people are waiting to hear what they're going to, undecideds, let's say, are waiting to hear, or people on the fence, independents, are waiting to see what the debates bring. And I feel like a unfair to Joe
0: because, quite frankly, we need to let Kamala handle all debates. That's just my opinion. Like I said, you keep saying, like, I'm not dead or numb inside, but, like, right now I have nothing. So, to me, it's all just like, okay, wow, news. Not going to make a difference. It'll be
1: news. We'll see what happens. That's all I can say. It's like... It'll be there. They'll present the facts. People who don't know what's going on, like I just explained, someone who didn't know about polls, might be like, oh, wow, I didn't know. You mean to tell me that he actually did say that coronavirus was a thing and then he's
0: been, like, killing us for all this time? I don't know. The people who care are paying attention. The other people are just going to willy-nilly anyway. Well, on that note... (laughs) more people still dying from corona so wear a mask yes
1: so now we're getting into flu season we're coming into the winter time here especially in Minnesota where the cold is going to come and really restrict our movements like we can't go to outside gatherings export etc. etc. I know that it'll probably die down here in the winter time because ain't nobody going nowhere. I feel bad for the restaurants and the bars and everything else that were doing well in the summer act. They made enough money to kinda of get them through the winter, hopefully. The bigger thing is I didn't tell you this earlier, but like I'm going to have a conversation with Jim on Sunday.
0: Hey. Yeah. About what?
1: We're just gonna catch
0: up. Oh. I thought it had something to do with coronavirus. That's why I was – No,
1: no, no. Like, we're going to catch up. Um, We're going to have a catch-up conversation on Sunday. And I'm just kind of curious. Like, Aaron and I were talking about this earlier, too, about, like, how um, coronavirus has changed our relationships with people. Either they've made them stronger or they've kind of weakened them to let you see, like, who your quote-unquote true friends are. Now, has that been your experience?
0: I went through that when I went overseas. So,
1: yeah, but overseas and coronavirus are two different things.
0: No, it was very similar because when mm. I was over there, I didn't have internet, and people forget about you. And the same thing happened to me when I went to my Earths um, High School. Like, I left, um, tried to keep in contact. I would call and stuff like that, and try to keeping contact with all the friends that I had made in junior high before I went to my high school, and they pretty much dropped off the map and forgot about me. Well, let's just put it as to when you're now a
1: grown-ass adult person.
0: No, but that's what I mean, though. And then when I went overseas, same sort of thing happened. Like, some people wanted to keep up because they were like, I want to keep up with the idea of all this stuff going on and stuff. But when I came back, it's like everyone forgot about me and stuff, too. So when this happened, I was like... I already, like, I had quit social media already. So, like, the people that I Facebook, Well, yeah, Facebook. But no one, none of my friends are on Twitter. So. That's fine. So it was just like I, the people who I wanted to keep in contact with, I was already keeping in contact with when the pandemic happened. Is that still the case? Yeah. I, all the people I still keep in contact with, I'm talking with through text. Is one of them me? No. (laughs) i never keep in contact with you. Bye, everybody. (laughs) So there's some people that I tried to keep in contact with, or not keep in, but like tried to like spark back up with stuff, especially when like uh, George Floyd happened. I Mm -hmm. tried to reach out to people and try to be like, hey, I want to make sure you're safe and and all that kind of stuff. But they didn't ever respond back. I was like, that's not unusual because you haven't been keeping in contact with me anyway. Right. So, like, for me, this pandemic and everything, for a lot of other people, watching them go through that, for me, I've, I I, can't say that I'm thankful for my prior experiences to kind of prepare <laughs> But you've still me. experienced a loss as a result of this, and I know that. Um, no, my losses have more been because now I don't physically see people. Mm-hmm. So that just the isolation of that respect. But again, I had that when I was overseas, too when I was over there I had no true good friends that like I could hug and I didn't have like I went through that as well when especially when I was in Ireland where it was like that was towards the end of my trip so I was like man I've gone like eight months now without like hugging a lot of people and like kath and ludo i sort of did like towards the end but Mm -hmm. that was only a couple of months that we saw each other and then it was like boom so i again i didn't really have any of that so mainly my main thing has been is like i got used to being able to hug and see people again but in all reality i i feel like i understood what needed i at least like as soon as stuff was happening i was like oh well we can do this this and this and this because i've had long distance relationships for long periods of time. So really only yeah, it was the physicalness and then the no, I just I don't know. And then just I guess when Floyd stuff happened, there was some lumps and bumps as I conferred with myself of what does it mean to say that we have the same values and yet mm-hmm. No, I wouldn't say anything.
1: Changed. Do you think that coronavirus has brought you closer
0: to people, or have kept has kept you a little bit more um, removed? I would say it's made me more apt to talk to strangers again. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was overseas, like I was very easygoing with being able to converse with other people. But when I came back, I was like, wow, I dislike a lot of Americans, so I kind of <laughs> didn't do it anymore. And then. Uh, now, like if I'm out and about and doing my thing, I still feel it's weird because random people will come out of their house to talk to me while I'm on walks with indigo, just to be like, I see you walk by my house. Which I is just she does creepy. have three legs,
1: so she's in, I'm posing.
0: I just mean in general where it's kinda like, Oh wow, the neighborhood really does watch. Mm-hmm and then they come out and converse super quickly and so i found myself a little bit more apt to be able to have those conversations mm-hmm. like i said honestly the only difference is, is i'm happier because they don't have to talk and look at people from work
1: but as okay let's extricate the work people but has it brought <laughs> you closer to the people that you were friends with are friends with your family
0: I had already had made a decision to, prior to the pandemic, that I would connect with my family more. So like, I would say maybe there's one family member that I uh sort of, like uh, my grandma, that like I tried to reconnect with and stuff, but she's more of a physical connection. We've maybe talked once, but beyond that, like, like I used to call my parents every Sunday and then it went to like maybe two or three times a week sometimes and so that still continued maybe a little more just because like oh man this happened mm-hmm. which everybody's excited about news nowadays but no like honestly like nothing's really changed for me okay just i don't physically like see people anymore like i my main thing was is that like it was like okay uh, i think it was tuesdays or wednesdays was trivia uh, no, it was like, it was Thursdays. Thursdays was trivia, Tuesdays was dinner at Jesse's and Sarah's. So I would go out more to do these things. Now I don't. Hmm. I don't know. I, I'm i sure for everyone else, I'm, I'm guessing you have the complete opposite reaction to me.
1: It's been interesting for me because I'm not going to,
0: you know, like, assume, but I have a lot of friends
1: who have, like, teenage kids or smaller age children and... That's been difficult for them to kind of get through. I feel like the people who have kind of usually always been there for me have had other life things happen and they've kind of thrown me by the wayside. And that's been really hard for me to kind of reconcile with. It's really hard for me to kind of be like, oh, you're ghosting me right now because you just have to get your life together. But in the meantime, like my life is crumbling and you have no fucking idea. Like that's kind of hard. But there have been... Thankfully, and I'm grateful for that, for um, new people to kind of come in and, and fill those gaps a little bit for me. But it's still hard because, as you know, f- with me, when I invest my personal time and space with you, that really means something. And for you to just be like, I got to take care of me. But when you're going through stuff, you take care of me. is really uh-huh. hard for me to kind of deal with. So that's been a really hard thing for me to, to work through. Um, I'm very grateful for the people who have been there to fill in. And I don't want to say fill in because that just feels that I feel like I'm discrediting them for the impact that they've had in my life. But I feel like I've been able to build deeper connections with people that i might not necessarily have allowed to do that before just because people have left me so that's been kind of a thing that I've been kind of working with within myself to be like I get it you know you got to do you but anytime something's about you it's about you but you never ask
0: about me right (laughs) those
1: sorts of things um so that's been kind of a hard thing to reconcile but I'm very grateful for my to be able to have created some really strong friendships and connect deeper with people even through this time for me I'm not necessarily a social person so I'm okay with like doing things online hence my first boyfriend white one so it's all <laughs> fine for me right like oh, I don't know relationships are fine it's been really kind of nice to be like I can call you and I can talk to you or like you kind of will at least listen to me or understand or you'll call me and ask me how I'm doing and the people that I've known for decades at this point don't do that because they're in the middle of their own shit and I have to understand that they're in the middle of their own shit too and things are really hard right now and it's hard to kind of like parcel out time but at the same time I'm like don't call me your sister if you can't fucking parcel out time for me Right, right. So that's kind of where I'm wrestling with like anger and distrust and hurt, quite frankly. Like, I'm brokenhearted about a lot of that. It's hard to work through. Mm-hmm. Like, because like, I'm I, grateful because, like I said, like, well, other now people you know. have come in and picked up
0: the slack. But, like, that's kind of like things that I kind of went through. Like, mm-hmm. I that happened to me when I where you're just kind of you realize very quickly who is worth your time because they're giving you the Mm -hmm. time but at the same
1: time you wrestle with the fact that like you need to respect these people who have been in your life for a long time and the fact that they are they can take that time from you and then sort of have that slight expectation that things should be okay but the fact that you don't check to see if it's okay it's a problem for me so that's kind of where I'm at with it
0: yes I mean yes and I'm gonna you work through what what you need to work through. Cause I know you and I work through things differently. I know I come to conclusions differently. For me, a lot of it has been like, uh, especially as I grow more, it's less of necessarily cutting out that person and more of like, well, the ebb and flow might bring us back or, well, that person really was a shit and I'm okay. Never seeing them again.
1: Well, and that's also where I'm at as well. It's kind of like, Those who are meant to come back, come back. If you let the butterfly fly and they come back to you, then it's meant to be. And if it's not, it's okay. There are people who I've had to let go and have that happen to. And um, there are people who I've let go and have come back. And there are people who I've let go. And I'm like, you know what? It's okay. You know, like I have gone through what I need to go through to heal from whatever it is. And maybe we can start from a different level, but it'll be different. But at least it's a
0: level. And honestly, I wonder too, at times, sometimes, whether or not some of it has to do with a speeding up process. Because I know, like, this could be edited out too, but Mm -hmm. I know that, uh, like, I've started getting back into watching Twitch TV again. Because I'm getting tired of watching the same old thing. And I'm like, oh, well, this is something new and different and, like, not always the same. And I can converse with people live in a community and that's always been kind of nice and there was a discussion that was going on in one of the uh, feeds that I was watching and it was talking about like they were kind of going through something similar but they were talking about the fact of like how am I able to and she's much younger so she's like talking about like how do you have um relationships with people where like you may have been relationship for a long time but you're not getting that connection anymore she's trying to talk through her feelings because like we play video games but then also like sometimes she just like will start talking about stuff and then everybody gets in the conversation and as I'm seeing people's responses and her response and her trying to work through it all I kept thinking too I was like also it's just the age as you Depends. grow older, you start to kind of also grow out of relationships and stuff. And what I notice is when I've been in those isolated type of periods where, like, overseas, the pandemic, etc., cetera, I just kind of notice where it's like you have a lot of introspective time. You kind of are all choosing and picking your priorities. And when you do those things, you kind of realize your commonalities but also your gaps, And when you have those sorts of things happening, I think as you come with age, you come to a different understanding and different conclusion where it seems more confusing, especially since like when you're in school and everything, your friends are your life because you don't have the job. You don't have Mm -hmm. all these other responsibilities. So it's like when you're growing out of that stage particularly, you're like – why am I not receiving the same emotional support I once had mm-hmm. from you? Why am I not, you know, and since people are also always growing at a different pa- at, at a different pace, I think things like the pandemic, people having to be alone with their thoughts, people who have never had to
1: be alone, th-
0: be alone or think about anything outside of work, coming home, maybe feeding the dog. Maybe you have a kid or something, you know, a lot of people are, suddenly having to re-plan their priorities and it just jumbles everything up. And like you said, you also want to give respect to saying, hey, you're growing and stuff like that. But also, I feel like that's part of the process where some people, like, you get some gaps and you just kind of realize it's like, I'm, I'm not going to shit on that person. I'm not going to say, fuck you, because also we're in this pandemic and mm-hmm. everybody has to do what they need to do. But also in the same breath, you need your own self-care. You need your own support system. And if that means having yourself surrounded by more people who are willing to give you that support... Mm-hmm all the better. I know for me, like even one of my closest friends, sometimes like we, we, actually Jesse and I just were joking because he sent me a meme, I think either yesterday or the day before from Curb Your Enthus- Enthusiasm. <laughs> I'm trying to remember his name. I can't remember his name, but he was leaving a house and he was saying, fuck you and I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> and he was like, relationship goals. And I was like, you mean our relationship? <laughs> Cause I'm like, we're at that point where like, we get like, I get irritated with him all the time where I'm just like, okay, clearly you cannot be my emotional support on this. All right. Bye. See you tomorrow. Like whatever. Right. And like, he'll message me the next day with something and I'll kind of be like, yeah, okay. Sounds good. Whatever. And he'll just be like, you're going to be that annoying, stubborn person right now. We're at a point where we're just like, eh. well, we understand our the nature of our relationship. We're still growing together. It is what it is. Right. Anyway, I'm sorry that you're going through so much, but I hope that you feel like you're handling it well. I think I
1: am. Um, I think I just need to express it to the people who have, I don't want to say wronged me, but that have flat left me, which is what a, a term that we used to use when you flat leave somebody back in the day. They flat left me during a really hard time of my life. Some people don't even know what's going on Yeah, at this point. And, you know, they don't listen to the pod, so <laughs> at least they could be like, oh, I listened and I know, and they don't even do that.
0: So. It's very humbling, to say the least, when you begin to realize the relationships that you've created. It's true. How they aren't quite what your mind set them up to be.
1: They're never what your
0: mind says about to be. Well, I mean, I know that they never truly are, but also, like, it's very, I mean, like you said, it's going through you. I I had that in two very... Yeah, significant. (laughs) Three, kind of, like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. through high school and stuff, too. But, like, yeah, like, that's happened where it's like, you just sort of realize where you're like, what the fuck is going on here? I don't, you know, and then you kind of realize, you're like, this was nothing what I thought. There's an acknowledgement of the fact
1: that I'm sorry I'm ignoring you right now, but I'm really focusing on me. Right. And I understand that, but at the same time, don't call me your sister and then tell me that you can't focus on me for five minutes to check and see how I'm doing. Or just to be like, hey, I'm thinking about you or... Whatever. Like, it just seems disingenuous to me to
0: do that. Because, like you said, it implies a closer relationship than what's actually currently happening. Well,
1: oh, yeah. Like, am I wrong? I mean, I get it. I respect everybody's need for time to assimilate to new changes, and I respect that 100%. But when things happen for you, and you reach out and say, This is happening to me, am I supposed to stop, drop, and roll for you? But then something happens to me, and it's kind of whatever.
0: Well, the fun part of it that I've found is that when you start setting up those boundaries of saying, "Hey, like I'm gonna start taking care of myself and stuff," their reaction, because then you start to realize, "Oh, this was what you—I was just supposed to be your pawn." Okay, cool, I get it. I,
1: like I get it that some people are gonna use you for
0: whatever they're gonna use you for.
1: It's fine. For me, it's a lot. I don't know, I I take friendships really personally and seriously Mm -hmm. because I don't allow people in as easily as most people do and so if I let you into my life intimately then you're my friend and when you fuck me over or you decide, and I understand believe me, like everybody needs time to adjust to things but (laughs) never even bothering to check just seems pretty fucked up so, oh yeah You know, but again, other people have stepped in to fill their void.
0: And then does that mean that then you don't get the same space? Correct. I personally, I mean, like you can think as much as you want on it. I don't think there's ever going to truly be an answer. I think honestly all that I got out of it whenever I was in those situations was more of just, okay, what I can, what can I learn about myself and how I invite people into my life too? Absolutely, Because I know that like, Uh, I was just talking to my mother the other day because there's a couple of people who are in my apartments where like now I'm realizing, I'm like, oh man, I am seeing red flags of these people who are trying to, because that's another thing about the coronavirus is that people are getting a little bit more desperate. They're getting a lot more uh, because they aren't getting the interactions that they once had. I personally feel a lot of people share things that they wouldn't necessarily. Like I was just walking with Indigo the other day. And uh, Indigo saw one of the little girls. Uh, It was a grandma and a little girl, and they were on a bike. Indigo was like, Oh, I like this little girl. And they were like, Oh, do you mind if she pets her? I was like, No, 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 totally. And then all of a sudden, this woman just flat out started telling me how her son had died, who was her husband or uh, the kid's dad. And like, I got a life story of like how he had been an addict, but he was still around. And they were like, Tell me. And like, I stayed and I talked and I listened because I was like, Clearly, she needs this. I was feeling a connection anyway because we were talking about some things that we knew we had in common also. And, but also I was like, man, this would never happen normally. Like had this not been a pandemic moment, we probably would have just been like, Hey, what's up? And then, Mm -hmm. but I think that's a, that's a thing too, where you have to give space for, for a lot of those weird,
1: strange circumstances to kind of like pop in really quickly and then maybe they flow out
0: or they stay, who knows? But my point being anyway was that these other people who here within the apartment and stuff that, like, I just have, I've seen the red flags where I was like, wow, this is very similar to many a relationship that I probably would have hooked up into earlier in my lifetime. And now I think Jan helped me a lot with this of being able to be like, it's not that you have to be rude it's not that you have to be but it's like i know now to see that and to say listen you can grow on your own but i'm not going to be the person to that you're going to lean on to grow because i've done that several times throughout my life mm-hmm. it didn't pay off well at all um i thought i was we were in a supportive loving relationship where it went back and forth but every single time that i needed something they were never there. Mm-hmm. Call me fucking judgmental. Not every mm-hmm. person's the same, but I know the flags well enough at this mm-hmm. point that I can say now no. and be grown up enough to not feel bad. To put a boundary. I think that that's the problem is the feeling guilty piece of it. Exactly. And it's hard. I still struggle with it on some cases. There's uh, the people that I'm thinking of mind, they're easy because I didn't already have a connection. But there's some other people that you're like, but that person's so cool. But that person is an activist too. But that person, you know, so you want to have those because you're like, I want to have the connection anyway. But like it's the not feeling guilty to say, you know what? been here done that there are enough people in the world that i don't have to go through this again that i can just be like cool i hope that works out for you and mm-hmm. move it along um everybody pandemic's still happening we're coming to that scary part of the season where it's is it corona or is it just the flu so everybody continue to keep washing their hands keep your natural black asses at home If you are sure you don't have coronavirus and you think you just have the flu, you can still wear a mask. Other countries do that, you know.
1: Look at what happened in Australia and how their numbers were down so significantly as a result. Their winter just happened.
0: So just make sure that you continue to stay safe and wash your hands, six-foot distance, etc.
1: Don't French anybody that you don't know. And don't trust cops. Don't do that. Cheers. Bye.